Life with diabetes has some highs and lows, but just like in a normal life, you can make choices which help to make your life easier, improve your health and well-being. In the Diabetic and Healthy podcast, we show you how to do just that. We're here to help you put your diabetes worries behind so that you can start enjoying life with a sky-high smile on your face. So let's meet our host for today's show. Here's Charlotte. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Diabetic and Healthy podcast. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Um, This week's episode is another in the Your Stories series. So today I am speaking to a really nice guy called Guido. Um, Guido lives in Germany and he is a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, a mindset coach, He runs his own gym. (laughs) I won't tell you too much, but as you can tell, he's got a rather impressive list of uh, skills and qualifications. Um, And if you are interested in fitness and in bodybuilding, then this is one for you. Uh, So before we get started, a quick reminder about getting involved with Diabetic and Healthy on social media. So Diabetic and Healthy is on Instagram. I share lots of fitness and nutrition tips and lifestyle advice on there. Um, So that is diabetic underscore and underscore healthy. Uh, We have a Facebook page and we have two Facebook groups, Type 1 Fit and also the Diabetic and Healthy community. And of course, there is a podcast that you're listening to. Please remember to leave us a review and hit subscribe so that you never miss any future shows. Okay, so let's get started. This is uh, Guido in Germany telling us all about his story with type 1 diabetes. Hi, Guido. How are you? Hi, Charlotte. Very nice. Uh, I'm doing very good. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much for agreeing to come on today and uh, tell, tell us a bit about you and your story. Yes. So you are a personal trainer yeah, and gym. nutrition coach. Yes. And gym owner. And gym owner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I was kind of like doing, one. Yeah, I, I was doing, uh, I barely could... Uh, do personal trains before I had my own place here so I just had like one client and I I was learning several years and I was always like ah no I'm not sure if I can do already call myself a personal trainer because I'm not feeling like yet yeah, I'm definitely a good personal trainer now so I have to do more stuff from this more stuff from that and I have to be more experienced in every kind of uh, yeah the, the fields I am covering so the mental training for sure is always a big part on mm. both like training and nutrition coaching. For sure, as you know it um, by your own, it's it's all a mental game. And yeah, so but it was also a mental game for me to to come to that point to say, yeah, I'm a personal trainer and I will search a place where I do the personal training in my own place, not mm. just at home because for sure people don't have that much equipment at home or they cannot afford it. Not everyone, for sure some um people can do it so i also have a client who has like a personal gym in, at his home but yeah i always wanted to have a own gym mm-hmm. and then it's 
just uh, yeah, it was a pretty fast process from oh, I have a nice place and oh, okay, I need a maybe a lead pull down and a rowing machine and a leg press and then I found a guy via um, eBay who was very close to my place. Yeah, and then I came to his uh, hall and then there were so many good equipment. So I mainly use uh, Techno Gym, Gym 80 mm -hmm. and all those stuff. And yeah, then I came to his place and it was full of nice equipment. And then yeah. I stand there like, oh damn. Okay, <laughs> okay this equipment, or oh, a tricep uh, press maybe, like just 500 euros. Okay, that's nice. Oh, and maybe a shoulder press is nice. <laughs> And he has like a machine you can use as a shoulder press as well. Damn, I like this and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I have like uh, since two and a half years, I have my PT gym here with yeah almost everything I needed in my uh, training career since years. So mm -hmm. yeah, pretty nice now. Yeah, <laughs> nice position to be in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and you were um, diagnosed with type one, was it about 15, 16 years ago? Uh, almost, yeah, 16 and a half, almost. So when I was 10 years old, now I'm 26, okay. turning 27 in April. And yeah, so it was uh, in July or June, June 2004, yeah. Mm -hmm and what was going on leading up to that so i've spoken to lots of different people some people have like a really long kind of um a long journey up to their diagnosis and some of them it's like it's dead quick and everything happens really fast and yeah i think it was uh the hard time was like two or three weeks where i was um waking up all night every uh, like don't know three four times going to the toilet, drinking a little of water, going to the toilet again, drinking again, mm -hmm. falling asleep again, half an hour later, wake up again, uh, or I woke up again. And yeah, it continues, continued over two, three weeks. And then I realized, or my mother realized on some point where there was a small festival or like a village festival in my hometown. And yeah, I was playing with some friends football and I was just lying on the ground because I was so exhausted, mm. even though I didn't uh, play it an hour of football or something. Yeah, it was yeah, just like on the place we were playing and I was exhausted and couldn't afford to, I couldn't, I, I barely moved, you know, <laughs> I was just yeah. I was lying on the grass and I felt like, damn, I need to drink something again and drink something, no matter what I need to drink. And it was like, yeah, you know it. Yeah, <laughs> you, know <the> <laughs> you already do. <laughs> yeah. you, it's um, really hard to describe the first to someone that doesn't understand because yeah. they just think, well, you were thirsty. Like, that's not that bad, but it's awful, isn't it? You just yeah. you just can't relieve that first. Like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it was just like, um, yeah, like I said, three, two weeks. And, um, and yeah, but in the, from the... From my point of view now, I can definitely say that it was in the development over two years, I guess, because I was always a kid with a regular um, body type. So just, yeah, as a normal healthy kid. Mm -hmm. And then from my, uh, yeah, when I got eight or nine, uh, I started to gain weight pretty fast. And then when I was diagnosed with uh, type one, I really was... 
yeah, a fat kid almost. So that's, I think that's not that typical. Most people I know. Yeah, it normally goes the other way. You normally yeah, drop your because, weight. Yeah. Because I was drinking a lot of uh, iced tea and Coke in this time. But mm -hmm. it was almost, or probably that one um, thing <laughs> which made me uh, overweighted. So because I always had a quite good um, lifestyle according to the nutrition. So my mother was always a healthy or is always since since a whole lifetime a healthy person. Mm. And we were never like we have a lot of sweets at home or something. But yeah, this time I drank a lot of iced tea and then I think I gained the weight just through just the that. Yeah, just through the sugar from the <clears throat> from the sweet stuff and yeah. And and the part or like just after I um, knew about uh, uh, about type one, it was clear that it was like a yeah never-ending story regarding my blood sugar that I was mm -hmm. raising it all the time and had to go to the toilet like during the day I didn't uh, recognize how how many times I went to the mm -hmm. toilet. But then when it's waking you up, you become yeah, more aware of it. Yeah, don't you? yeah. Horrible, like. Yeah, just uh, even before my uh, alarm was ringing in the morning when I had to go to school, it was yeah just an hour before, two times already. And mm. probably I had a sugar from 400 or something like this. Mm -hmm. So when they uh, tested me at the doctor's place, it was just like 450 or something. And yeah, oh, then, so they, they told me I had to go to the hospital directly. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then I was... Staying there for two weeks to get a, a training yeah. <laughs> regarding <Yeah. laughs> my injections and so on. And you don't have to eat this and that. And yeah, I was doing good with it because for sure I was interested in getting healthier or like mm -hmm. that I can feel better and can afford yeah. some, yeah, some normal life because it was the whole time I was getting pretty active and like overactive and then overwhelmed again and pretty mm. tired and yeah just from my point of view now it was for sure uh, obvious why i'm acting like this but yeah <laughs> now, how <laughs> did your did your mum know anything about diabetes when you got your diagnosis uh yeah she knew already something because my um, grandfather is a doctor or was a doctor oh, okay. and uh, for sure she knew something about diabetes but uh, she and my father, they uh, got also training in the hospital. Oh, okay. But it was quite good, I guess. So they learned how to inject themselves and so on. So they had for sure no insulin, but they had to inject it themselves mm -hmm. as well and uh, test their blood sugars and so on and so on. Yeah, but I could uh, manage everything by myself also as a 10 years old guy. That's, that's good yeah. at 10. <laughs> that's yeah, it's a lot to take on. Yeah, it was quite good. So, but I hadn't, uh, I didn't realize it in this years. What's, uh, yeah, how, how far this impact from yeah, high sugar, low sugar can, yeah, can be because for sure you're not uh, looking that much into the future Ahead, yeah. when you're 10. But uh, yeah, you're not worried about when you're 60, when you're 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, but it was, it's quite funny to to look back now to this time because yeah, somehow I'm thinking if I could do, uh, if I could have a chat with me in this age, 
and you would knew all those things you know or i know now for yeah. sure this uh, structure during the day is yeah it's good to have right so i have now i have a flexible um fast acting insulin so that i can just inject when i'm eating but in this time i had like a fixed oh the fixed I, yeah 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 so and i mixed it manual with a normal uh not with a pen mm -hmm. just with a regular thing don't know the english expression right uh now. like in a syringe yeah i guess yeah. So. so just i just did it manually. yeah 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 and then like mixing the fast and low acting <clears throat> insulin in the morning and in the evening mm -hmm. just in the middle of the day i used the fast acting insulin and it yeah now i would also or i could afford i guess such a structure for sure i'm doing it with my fast acting but yeah as i'm uh self-employed now since three years it's sometimes a bit difficult <laughs> as i as i was on retard right now as well yeah <laughs> it was like oh damn shit i ate something i had a client here i had to um <clears throat> had to uh yeah give him a small structure for the <laughs> for the app workout now and then i can can do it later on with him and can eat as well but then there's, there's the next uh, appointment and so on and so on and so on yeah yeah so that's and you're you're still time. on you still take injections now you never went on to a pump uh, I I want to uh, use uh, try the Dexcom mm -hmm. next time. So yeah, I just yeah. had um, I was uh, three years ago. I think there was the Freestyle Libre mm -hmm. in the market, and I used this on my tricep. But all the time when I was training, it went off, or I scratched on the oh, yeah, on okay. the door or something, and it wasn't wasn't that good. And during this time. Uh, in Germany, the, the insurance didn't uh, pay for that sense. Oh, okay, so yeah. I, See, so we've, we've just got it on the on the NHS in the UK. So they're like on prescription now in the UK. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, in this time where I tried the Freestyle Libre, it was, yeah, I spent like 400 euros, euros in one month or something on mm, it. Because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I the sensors, I think, are like 60 pounds here. So, yeah 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 it's almost the same in germany and then it was yeah it was just uh not useful at all in this regarding this um regarding the money and regarding the blood sugar mm -hmm. how ex exact it was working because um yeah i was always checking on my Get fingers uh, as well fingers yeah. as well and it was always a different thing so i felt that i am uh, going low and then on the freestyle, it told me like, yeah, you have like 120 and mm -hmm. I thought it's not possible. Check with my finger and it was 70. And then, yeah, okay. That's not useful at all. Yeah. <laughs> and during the last uh, six months, I used, or I tried uh, Eversense. Okay. You know that? No. It's like, uh, it's, it's like a small chip you have here or like a small. Um, oh, okay. No, I don't know that one. And then, oh, I have it, I have it here. And um, then you have like a transmitter here. You oh, okay. Your, you put on your arm. Yeah, but it was the same thing. It was also... Uh, oh, it wasn't that It wasn't that exact. And uh, it was always vibrating when I was going too low or too high. Mm -hmm. And when I already, uh, yeah, felt that I'm going low. And then I ate something, and then 50 minutes later on the it couch, ringing. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
that was it was driving me crazy as well and yeah so i think it's probably the best to use the dexcom and i think the newest is also um coupled or yeah working together with blood sugar testing mm -hmm. as well or it's just from the same company i'm i'm not sure about um i don't have that much information about all those different things because i'm doing quite good with checking my blood sugar on the fingers quite often mm -hmm. and eating and injecting quite often yeah. <laughs> so, just worrying about my skin sometimes and yeah but in the all in all i'm doing good with it just yeah. testing it with the fingers so i think uh, a pump for the long-term insulin will be a good yeah a good deal to, mm -hmm. to do anything in the, with the new uh techniques or the new um instruments they have now so yeah. yeah yeah i know a lot of people that have got um much better control with a pump because you can be a lot more precise it's not just like you know in units yeah. you can do smaller like increments mm -hmm. and things like that um yeah. just yeah. like a normal person is uh getting their insulin also all the time in a little very, yeah, very small. yeah. <laughs> theirs isn't uh, coming out in right. units. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. are you using you're using Dexcom or what? No, I have a Libra. Um well, I do finger prick uh occasionally <laughs> uh, uh to check it. If I don't believe what it's telling me, I'll check it. Yeah. Um I think they've definitely improved because originally I didn't find them very good, I didn't find them accurate, um, and I lost a couple in the gym. Whereas now they, they must have changed the glue because these aren't going anywhere. <laughs> like, but yeah, I've, I've not lost one for ages and um, definitely a lot more accurate. Although there's a delay, so they're like 15 minutes behind Yeah. Um, compared to if you prick your finger. So that's the only issue really. Uh, and yeah, I do injections um, again, uh, you know, a long acting and then a fast acting. I, are you still doing both? I thought it's like you're using a pump as well. Oh, no. No, okay. don't use a pump. Never used or? No, never. I don't okay. like the idea of having it. Yeah, that's, that's also <laughs> that, that thing because I was always, always, uh, when I was a kid, I was even more against pumps or, okay, there was a, um, back in the days, there wasn't, there weren't any possibilities with, uh, uh, blood sugar tests mm -hmm. when I heard of this it was yeah for sure a great great thing and I was showing everyone look at me I'm like a small cyborg now and, <laughs> yeah, I'm a blood sugar. <laughs> and uh, yeah just according to how many times I checked my blood sugar with the uh, freestyle Libre I uh, and, and I after I <clears throat> or when I didn't use it anymore it felt like okay I checked it like every half an hour or something and yeah that was kind of a good improvement through the uh freestyle mm -hmm. um thing but yeah now i'm also thinking like just taking my normal instruments with me it's just uh i'm feeling more healthy with this than with a pump yeah but nonetheless i'm thinking okay when i'm injecting my long-term units in the morning even though they have like a retard effect, I'm feeling like, nah, it's, it's not normal. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't know. I, I see what, uh, what the Dexcom will um, bring me or which mm -hmm. kind of improvements. Maybe 
maybe my or probably my um h1c will go down mm -hmm. and yeah but nonetheless i'm feeling good as long as i can train in my regular um routine and as long as i can eat in my routine i'm feeling perfect yeah yeah after leg days i always have low sugar so oh yeah same <laughs> <laughs> i have a nice spike when i'm doing it and then it comes on down <laughs> yeah yeah sure you can you can see it when you have like the um the blood sugar test yeah that's quite interesting um so you have like a i follow you on instagram you have kind of a bodybuilding physique so yeah. do you do you eat like a bodybuilder do you do you eat like six uh, no, times a day? Really. Or? No. So I, I'm a, I always uh, was a good eater. So, I, <laughs> so that's uh, how I came to that physique, I guess, because in the first years where I tried to uh, have a better um, look on my nutrition, so not just regarding carbs, for sure I uh, had a look on this since I'm 10, but also regarding the, car, uh, the fats and the proteins. Mm -hmm. I did some uh, mistakes, I guess, when I was tracking my food at first. So the typical mistakes people um, doing when they don't know when they cook, they don't track the oil or something, or they think like ah, I just put some walnuts on my uh, on my yogurt or something like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's how I always gained a little bit muscles during my uh, during. Oh, while I was trying to lose fat mm -hmm. and for sure it always felt like I'm losing fat because I had more muscles and they're like, yeah. well, it's great working and I'm gaining some muscles. So I was thinking, yeah, okay, I lose uh, fat and I build muscles, but yeah, I just built muscles. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, all in all, um, that's why I, I, so I never ate like just chicken rice, chicken rice or like, chicken rice and broccoli or something like mm -hmm. this just once a day maybe and uh, it was more salad back in the days when i was trying to lose uh, fat but yeah still i just had too many calories uh so i built muscles but it felt good and i'm still doing good with that yeah with uh, carb cycling as well so i'm just um do some refeed days on the weekend for example just regarding my yeah, just regarding my training when I'm when I'm feeling weak, I just eat two days more carbs, and it's also yeah. working pretty good. So as long as I'm preparing my food by my own, so just for example with rice, when I eat it from a Chinese fast food or a Turkish fast food uh, restaurant, it's always with some fat in it or something, mm -hmm. and then for sure it's horrible regarding the spikes, yeah, yeah, and the lows after it as well, and um, yeah, but I'm yeah I'm just training um, as uh, bodybuilders has to train, <laughs> and I'm just trying to eat as normal as possible without preparing everything in a box and having like yeah. five meals a day. Yeah, I'm focusing more on small meals, small uh, carbohydrate intakes when I'm just feeling like okay, I'm going a bit low. Uh, just eating a banana or doing a protein shake with some uh with a bit banana bit oat milk or something mm -hmm. and then i'm doing good so yeah i also tried sometimes intermittent fasting so this was kind of a very good thing for my diabetes because i was on a perfect um 
level the whole day yeah. and then i went to my training i was still on a good level so mm -hmm. i didn't check it during those uh, different exercises but i just checked it before and after and it was always fine <clears throat> then i injected went home ate a lot and then i felt like my blood sugar is already going down but oh, then i was yeah. starting to yeah, eat yeah. quick <laughs> yeah two hours or something <laughs> and then yeah then i just ate once a day for example and i did great uh progress in this time mm -hmm. and i suppose you've obviously reduced your insulin a lot during yeah that time, definitely yeah. so just my long term and um yeah maybe like 20 units after the training which is still a lot for sure at one time it's mm -hmm. uh, it's, um, it's very lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah as i said i was just eating uh, as much as possible then and I was living in a share flat so that was also kind of a reason because I just ate uh, or why I was just eating in the evening because they were always preparing some nice food yeah for <laughs> like, no brownies or something like this oh nice and yeah that, that was kind of uh, the reason why I thought about intermittent fasting and uh, maybe you should just avoid a breakfast and a second breakfast as well and Maybe also <laughs> you should avoid your lunch. <laughs> and yeah, so, but it was very, very nice to see how my uh, diabetes was mm. <clears throat> reacting on, on uh, no food during yeah. 12 yeah. hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was looking, you have a rather impressive list of qualifications <laughs> and, and yeah. courses that you've done. Um, and a lot of the stuff you do is, based around mindset and mindset coaching. So what got you into that? Was that how you personally felt? Um, because it is so much to do with mindset. It's not just about whether you're training and whether you're eating. It's, it's kind yeah. of getting your head around everything. I think it was, it all started with my interest about meditation. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually not, not that sure what kind of, uh, input i had to say okay i'm doing a mental trainer b, b license and then a mental coach then this um consultant regarding stress reduction communication trainer and like um also like a relaxation trainer so mm -hmm. it's more about like breathing exercises and so on and for sure also like yoga sessions like you can combine it and so on and um yeah I don't know. I was always interested in those things. So yeah, it came all to a very, very uh, impressive moment last year when I was doing an ayahuasca retreatment in Costa Rica. And oh, wow. Yeah, this kind of boosted all my intentions I put in this, uh, in this topic because, yeah, everything is... Like I said, everything is a mental game just regarding the training and the nutrition stuff, but as well, like your working structures or your personal habits, your, your friendships, uh, so relationships in general are all related with this as well. And I don't know how I, was, how I got into this topic, but it was a slow process and then it was... Um, yeah, just interesting when I did all my licenses at the, um, at the school here in Germany, which is doing it since 35 years or something, all the trainer licenses regarding fitness and nutrition. And then they got also into this mental 
training. Uh, but this was more focused on on the training it, itself, you know, like why, um, for example, a client is uh, doing hard with squats or deadlifts and why I'm doing that uh, hard with learning the techniques mm -hmm. that you can focus on on all the small, small uh, parts on an exercise, you know, just like, yeah, just every every part of the movement you can describe in a in like one uh paper you can just write about how you should go down and up again on a deadlift oh just and one movement yeah describe yeah, just one movement. Wow, yeah. and uh, this wasn't that interesting for me it was more about yeah the whole thing so just about the coaching so why are you do why do you think are you doing um that part with deadlifts or why Why do you even want to learn deadlift? So do you really want to learn it? Or is it something else which is uh, pushing you towards some goals you have in mind? And yeah, as I also started just with the training regarding my uh, fat loss, it was also kind of a period where I was thinking about taking steroids to go on a... Um, competition and so on but then i also yeah recognized that's that's not the thing why you started you started yeah. just to get a good um, physique and then you were more or well, i was more interested in <clears throat> helping other people to achieve it itself uh, themselves because it's not that hard when you have a when you have a when you have a path you just have to go through and when someone is telling you go that way which I didn't had in the, yeah, when I was first time at the gym, it's like 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to do some fat. And they just said like, oh, just do some uh, exercises here and there, and then you will do fine. And for sure from now on, it, it wasn't that bad. But yeah, back in the days, I didn't lost weights over three, four, five years or something. Really? Because they were just like, yeah, doing uh, regular bodybuilding yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. didn't give you some advices for nutrition as well. And then during my A-levels in school, I, I had a very good teacher who um, yeah, who was also um, uh, a doctor and he was just making like a, yeah, like a project or experiment for himself to go to that school where we're doing our A-levels. And then he was, yeah, he was just explaining everything directly with a very, very, um, very easy way of understanding. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how I came to the training uh, theory. And through the training theory, I came also even more to, yeah, to that mental topic. And yeah. The school is called uh, BSA, so it's um, like kind of spread it in whole Germany. And I was always looking on the schedule what kind of topics and kind of licenses they had. And then I was always on that mental thing, like I kind of want to be more a mental coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a fitness coach, kind of. Because, yeah, that can improve everyone's life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I suppose the... Um, like the mental coaching bit must really help with the nutrition side of things because mm -hmm. I know, you know, when I was doing a lot of PT, a lot of people have 
strange relationships with food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess the mental side of things, you can really help them with that side of things. So whether, um, I suppose where some of those issues come from, maybe do you look into those kind of things? Like where, where, where it all started to go wrong with food, if they've got, you know, bad eating habits or whatever it is. Yeah, definitely. So I think also as a type one, um, you definitely have, or I definitely had something in mind, like, okay, this is forbidden and this is forbidden. Yeah. So just go low with your sugar and then you can eat it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I can remember when I was 13 or something, I was uh, on holiday with my family and a friend as well and his family. And I was, I was so low and sweating already and lying on the couch. And I was like, no, I want to go lower. And I, and I still wait, I wait, I wait. And then I can eat so many sweets. And yeah, I think I had like 27 or something uh, on oh, that moment. In hours, that's... Yeah, that's crazy low. It was the lowest I ever had, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can't remember that it was uh, lower. And yeah, so just as an example, this was for sure a pretty unhealthy uh, way of thinking. And yeah, I think it's still something or like everyone knows, okay, sweets are not that nice. And sometimes you can eat more, sometimes you avoid them and yeah so it's don't know how to say for sure some people don't have uh, any interest in sweets they're more like salty people or something i wish i didn't have an interest in sweets (laughs) (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) i'm totally crazy about like uh croissants with uh uh, chocolate chocolate yeah (laughs) like my the the biggest enemy (laughs) (laughs) my 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 chocolate biscuits chocolate biscuits biscuits. oh with a hot drink like dunking them in a hot drink oh yeah Yeah, that's it so quick (laughs) yeah and maybe and that's always the question is it like a more uh is it healthier to eat every day a small thing or is it healthier to to keep it away and then you eat way more of it probably yeah yeah. little way is always the best Mm-hmm. right so yeah yeah I, know I have to cut it off of, of my total day because then I'm like I'm going there every day getting one croissant then maybe next day two yeah. and then I have like a period of maybe one two months or something and then I have to say okay now you have to cut them off again yeah but just regarding the calories it's ridiculous to eat something like this when you can yeah just make your own uh awesome desserts for example like i don't know like uh with raw uh chocolate or like nuts and so on you can do so many nice mm-hmm. things for sure they're also not the best uh <laughs> the best to eat every day but yeah, <laughs> there, yeah. there are a lot of low cup things and they are okay i guess Even, uh, probably better than a chocolate uh, croissant yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like i know for me personally if i try and cut something out completely that mm. it's inevitable that will lead to a binge at some yeah. point like it, it will it, you know yeah. it will always end in overeating so yeah. yeah I go with having a little bit often rather yeah. than yeah going no you can't have it yeah um it's for sure also just the habit right so when you're when you're okay with never eating that much and you're just 
enjoying like a small biscuit every day it's definitely it's a definitely a nice moment every day right yeah, yeah. <laughs> one more than when you cut it off <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'll, i'll deal with the extra bit of body fat for the biscuits i don't mind <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it <laughs> Um, personally, what has been your biggest challenge with diabetes? Biggest challenge in my daily life or just regarding one moment? Um, I suppose daily life. Let's go with daily life. <laughs> Ooh. Hard question. <laughs> yeah. Kind of feeling very very long time i was feeling like i don't have any problems with my diabetes i'm living as a normal guy because i i'm happy that i got it with when i was 10 mm -hmm. and um yeah but i think it's definitely just now as i'm self-employed and working way longer than i did it before and when i'm realizing i'm going low mm -hmm. and i recognize it too late And my mind is not working anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really like, okay, I have to eat something. And then I'm going here back in my kitchen. And then I'm doing something on the the water tap or something. Because yes, oh, yes. Something, something wrong. And then my mother is standing here anywhere in the gym like, uh, you wanted to eat something, Guido, just go for it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure, really? Are oh, yeah, it? that's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you're feeling really like, Really like in uh, don't know if you have smoked it's, it's something a strange, or something like if you would be yeah, like yeah it's a really strange feeling <laughs> really feeling high or something like, yeah what I'm doing here <laughs> yeah no I do the same I'll be like oh I'm going low like I'm gonna go and get a glass of coke or whatever it is and go into the kitchen and I'll start like wiping down the you know the surface in the kitchen or yeah. <laughs> start like yeah. putting the dishes away and my partner's yeah. like you said you needed sugar like you went in there for sugar and you're like oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it definitely so because they uh, you definitely or i definitely feel the the weakest there's mm. never a more weaker moment i think in my life when i regarding those moments when you really think like damn i can't even focus on something where i'm looking at or yeah yeah for sure then it's it's just crazy that it's sometimes happening with also like 55 or 60 mm -hmm. that I'm feeling like this and sometimes I'm when I was doing intermittent fasting for example I had like 60 and 50 and I felt great oh really I, I just had like a very very um, I was pretty low on my sugar and then I could just do anything I want I can just prepare the perfect meal mm -hmm. like just eating uh, first eating a banana then uh, preparing this and then eating that and then I was just, um, yeah, I was still focused when I was doing intermittent yeah. fasting. So yeah. I'm kind of feeling like the bodybuilding habits regarding food or rega just regarding how many carbs you eat during the day, they make you feel even weaker when you go low mm -hmm. than when you just focus on a low carb diet where you don't eat that much carbs or just yeah. mainly before and after my training sessions, I am eating carbs. And when I'm eating maybe like... 200 grams per day in average at what say it's 200 grams i'm feeling perfect mm -hmm. so also with a low blood sugar yeah yeah i suppose maybe when you're doing the fasting and stuff your body just kind of adjusts to it running lower mm -hmm. Definitely. um because you haven't got those because i'm sure a lot of the time i can feel like i'm low 
and I check it and, you know, I can finger prick or check my Libra and it, it it says it's still kind of a normal level or even a little bit high, but it's dropping quite quickly. And you, you can feel that drop even before it gets low sometimes, can't you just think, yeah, Yeah, it's it's going down. (laughs) Especially when I'm um, back home from work in the evening and I'm sitting on the couch and then I'm feeling like, oh, damn, now you can relax. And then I'm feeling like, okay, okay, you're, you're feeling a bit shaky, but not, not shaky in my hands, on my fingers, just like it's inside. inside. Yeah. It's inside I'm feeling shaky somehow. And then, then it's always like, okay, I'm still a bit high maybe because I have eaten something half an hour ago. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, just it is starting 10 to fall. minutes, 10 minutes, uh, I checked it again and it falls like 50 and then again and again and then yeah for sure I yeah. have to eat something. But it's yeah I would say also regarding my daily life this is the most uh, annoying thing when you're just back home and you want to relax and then you have to focus on that things like oh check it again oh yeah something again yeah, oh yeah. hello oh checking again yeah. oh, oh it's too high <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and yeah just especially um, for. Um, especially when I was in a relationship, this was more, more annoying when you just want to relax together in the evening yeah. and then you're feeling like, oh, okay, it's not, uh, it's not working. You cannot relax now. You I have can't to relax. I've got to go and sort this out. And I think that that's even more annoying because it's, hap- it's happening more often for sure than mm-hmm. those very, very, uh, hard hypos where you go that low that you can't concentrate anymore. Yeah. 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 I I always find I have hypos. I mean, there's never a convenient time for a hypo, is there? But it always <laughs> seems to be a really bad time. Like mine will be, I'm just getting my son ready to like take him to nursery. And then, you know, he's either playing up or he doesn't want to put his shoes on or something. And then I'm like, oh, great. And now, now my blood sugar's low. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. That's, that's for sure. Pretty, um, un- unuseful (laughs) (laughs) when it's like after your training like after the training for sure then it's not that bad because you You want to eat something yeah then it's then it's probably the only moment where it's not that bad but uh yeah also depending on on your training um uh location where you're doing your training Mm -hmm. there's nothing available for sure that's even worse yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, or in always, the morning, always carry sugar. Bad, bad. Sometimes. I think yesterday it was in the morning, I was a bit low. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, nice, big breakfast today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a positive spin on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, also focus on this, right? So I also try to, to uh, or that was kind of one of the most important aspects for me when I decided to go into that uh, business here. Because I was thinking, okay, you have to train every day. You have to focus on your diet every day and for your whole lifetime. So you definitely should talk to people who are trying to get a better physique through nutrition and training. Mm-hmm. Then you can always combine it and you can always focus on this just compared to a, to a nine-to-five job in an office or something like this. Yeah, You're yeah, just sure. the whole day and now I'm definitely... This is the first time I'm sitting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm doing this right now. And yeah, I always thought it could be worse for sure. Like there are some people with uh, more critical health issues, mm-hmm. but for sure, 
it's uh, just the long-term effects on your body, you know, and it's for sure the, the worst thing because you can't see the, those small effects every day it has on your health. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but then you're, you're living the right kind of lifestyle to minimize yeah, like I, so. I, I think so. Just regarding, uh, just regarding my my training, I had this feeling of, or I try to get a feeling how full am I, uh, my storage in the muscles regarding my sugar. Mm -hmm. So kind of um, pumping it out, all the all the sugar, and then getting it back into my muscles and then popping it out again and yeah. then like all day every day the same structure but now i'm also focusing more on recovery as i trained with dorian yates last or two weeks ago oh is this doing... in marbella yeah, yeah this was yes. in Marbella. yeah yeah it was a nice nice week combined like a trainer a certification with some holiday oh nice <laughs> and, um yeah so since then i'm definitely focusing more on recovery because I yeah I always felt like you're working in a gym you're here six or seven days a week so do something every day that's oh, sure. you like oh, starting that's... to overtrain not really overtrain but just like doing training which is not that uh, necessary and just kind of useless mm -hmm. you know, just like for example just training apps every day or something it's not necessary when you have a good diet to train them yeah. every day yeah. And in general, for sure, there's always a discussion with apps. Can you train it every day or should you train it like a normal muscle once a week or twice a week? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all in all, it's all working, right? So, yeah, for sure, it's important to have your own way somehow or your way which is working. And I, yeah, as a coach, I wanted to train every kind of training style for my, or try to get into it for myself to tell people how to cope with it regarding recovery, regarding the nutrition and so on. Just also mm -hmm. a year ago, yeah, one and a half year ago, I w it was more uh, powerlifting I was doing. So I was focusing more on the heavyweights. Yeah. And up to a point where I was definitely <laughs> feeling okay. I am, I had a car accident yesterday or something oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing deadlifts with 260 or something. Whoa. It was definitely a bit too much. And then I started with, yeah, with the classic type of bodybuilding again, mm -hmm. just regarding reps and sets and so on. Yeah. 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 So what advice would you give to anyone who is type one, let's say, um, who wants to get into not necessarily bodybuilding, but they want to build a bit of muscle. Like what would be your top tips if they're kind of struggling? Yeah, for sure. It's like some people struggling with, uh, with getting or with eating 200 or 150 grams of protein a day. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's the most important thing. It's a lot thing. of protein. And it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm eating the double or <laughs> I'm focusing on the double. So for sure, that's like kind of the first step I'm giving. Um, I tell every kind of people, no matter if diabetic or not, um, I tell them eat the right amount of protein when they can afford this. For sure, the most important thing is to find a structure that can keep on for a long time. Mm -hmm. 
just like focusing for sure on small uh, small steps but also on the full or the whole way they have to go right yeah when yeah. they want to build a better physique it's not done from in 10 weeks but they're also promoting 10 weeks 10 week programs just regarding getting into it get your mindset mm -hmm. um, closer to that training and healthy nutrition lifestyle for sure that some people thinking okay i have to um rebuild my whole life but it's for sure not necessary it's just like a small part of the day mm -hmm. so it's definitely for diabetics more necessary to regard which kind of carbs they can uh, use during the day or with or where they will go which kind of carbs are there available and uh, how they get enough protein in for mm -hmm. sure it's like after the training session it's definitely necessary to eat quite a lot of carbs regarding the intensity of your workout so for example yesterday i injected uh, in my gym ate a, uh, or just first i drank a shake then i ate uh, um, some oats and then i went to a restaurant a fish restaurant where i was focusing on okay i eat there some more carbs mm -hmm. just some bread and some garlic butter Oh, nice. like <laughs> and uh, yeah it was just even though the, the restaurant was empty the most empty day they ever had I guess because of the situation right yeah. now and uh, yeah it was just like my cousin is working there and I was calling her Nikki faster faster my blood sugar is going low <laughs> and yeah then it just I couldn't enjoy it that good because it's also annoying when you want to eat something and then you're eating it too fast because your blood sugar is low and you cannot enjoy your food. Yeah, yeah. It's also pretty important to uh, get a better relation to your food and to your body as well. And to get a better impression or a better feeling according to my blood sugar, I was always doing a, like a small game. Like I'm guessing how high is it? And some, all my friends were with it. So they also were like, okay, I'm guessing this, I'm guessing <laughs> this. <laughs> and then it was kind of, yeah, also not too bad to, to test it all the time or to test it more often. And yeah, just to get a feeling before the training, after the training, I checked it, had tried to get a feeling into it. Also for sure regarding what did I ate yesterday, what I ate in the morning and so on, like, uh, I think all diabetics know it how how far you're thinking back and forth when, yeah. you're, when yeah. you're doing training and you want to uh, yeah focus on your strength as well and you feel like oh I'm weaker but what I ate yesterday oh damn okay I didn't eat that much and yeah yeah for sure normal people don't think that way mm -hmm. but I think we can all be a good um, uh, small idol for people who are don't who don't have any have any idea about carbs <laughs> or yeah. how much carbs they eat yeah yeah and for sure all the type 2 diabetics are into that trap where they just eating carbs and carbs and more carbs mm -hmm. and they know okay i should eat vegetables fruits and some healthy stuff but i love chips yeah. <laughs> and yeah so i think for sure you can as a type 1 diabetic when you're not having a lot of um, body fat and you want to gain muscles, you can also eat some unhealthy things. But for sure, the, the amount 
uh, is responsible for the for the intensity it has, uh, how how bad it in, impacts your physique. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just had a quote in mind, but it's a German a German thing when you say like um, the amount of what you're eating is is making the poison out of it. So when it's like just regarding Yeah, just regarding alcohol, for example, as well. When you're drinking a glass of wine uh, or two or even three, it's okay. But when you're yeah, drinking a bottle, it's uh, poison. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. It's, kind of, it's the same for sure with sugar and carbs. Yeah. So I had the feeling when I was trying to build muscles and I was eating way more carbs than ever before, I really had the feeling like the insulin isn't working anymore that good. The uh, places where I inject, they are not working anymore. So mm -hmm. I'm injecting more in my uh, glutes and uh, uh, in the legs. So yeah, because when I was younger, I always injected in the stomach and that didn't work that good. And then after yeah, several days or weeks, I definitely feel like hey, you can inject in your stomach again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's not that, uh, not stomach like, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the stomach, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I was kind of pretty often too um, too stru not structured too. Um, I had always the same places where I was injected, and I felt like yeah, oh, like you didn't place, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely sure what I'm doing. Yeah, and then in the end, it came to a point like um, you're not doing it that good. Yeah. So like, and it's the same with training, right? So you can always improve something. Mm -hmm. It's the same with the diabetes. You can always improve something. That's why I just wanted to have a look on on a pump, for example. Mm -hmm. Even though I was always uh, against it, I can just test it. Yeah. The insurance in Germany is paying for that, and so why I shouldn't? Mm -hmm. So I, I think I will know. I won't like it just because I don't it. like to have a pump all the time on on my leg arm or wherever yeah yeah but i'll see how it will work see what it's like <laughs> yeah. or maybe you'll have to come back on and tell us <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so if, it, if it's great i will definitely say okay it was uh it was a mistake to to think that way but yeah i'm always pretty uh Safe. I'm I'm the same my, when it comes to I have to my pumps. own own mind. Yeah. <laughs> Convince me from something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so so much for for coming on today and talking to us. And I'm sure I've got lots of listeners who are really into their fitness and into building muscle and stuff that will take a lot away from today. Um so yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. No, you're very welcome. And um, yeah, have a lovely day. And it would, yeah, it genuinely would be great to catch up with you again if you do, um, you know, do a bit of a trial with a pump and, and let us know what you think and how it works around your training and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to this. So I think in at least in January, I should have something. And probably in March or something, I can. Mm -hmm. I can definitely say, I pro I guess it will have a good effect on my H1C, but I'll see. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you see. know, definitely. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much All and right. uh, enjoy the rest of your day. 
Thanks, you too. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope you enjoyed that interview. I really enjoyed speaking with Guido. What an interesting guy. Um, Okay, so if you have any feedback or want to get in touch with me um, and talk about any of the podcast episodes so far or any suggestions you might have for future podcasts, please do drop me an email. It's charlotte at diabeticandhealthy.com. If you want to go and check out Guido on Instagram, his Instagram is Coach Guido. Okay, Guido spelled G-U-I-D-O. So if you have um, if you have diabetes or even if you don't, if you're just into fitness and bodybuilding, please do go and check him out. Okay, as always, thank you so, so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a healthy and happy life continues. Head on over to diabeticandhealthy.com and join the conversation with other diabetics and their families. All the information in this episode is not designed to replace the advice from the health professional team looking after you and your diabetes. Before making any significant lifestyle changes, do consult them with your doctor.